What's up, Brenda? Welcome to Drew Garabo Live. Hi, Drew. How are you? Oh, very well, Brenda. Yourself? Oh, my God. I'm so excited to talk to you guys. Not nearly as excited as we are. I I heard the whole butt-smacking thing, and I had to call in. Okay. <laughs> as the, one of the women of the office, I can't help it from smacking one of the other girls' behinds as they walk by. And I'm so thankful that we don't have a huge HR thing, and I don't get in trouble for that. <laughs> I have very long nails, so I don't pinch, but I do like do the right, right, you know, a little grabby on the rear end. They're like, woo, you know, and that's it. Well, hold the phone. What, what, wait, what, what do they say when you grab their butts? Right, right. They're like, woo. So wait, so what type of? Uh, I'm not asking you to out your office or anything, but what type of work do you do? Uh, listen, I work for, I'm, I'll just say I'm a real estate agent. I'll have to leave it at that. That's okay. It. Yeah, they don't have a huge but HR thing around there. Yeah. <laughs> it's just some guy in the office. No. So we wait. So, so, if somebody uh, walks by, yeah. I have very long nails, and you know, I don't pinch. I don't grab too hard because I, you know, I have fingernails, so it's like, you know, you do the whole just, little scratchy, like, hey, and they're like, woo, they do the whole woo. Just get a little piece of that ass, just a little bit. We, I don't know why, but I do it to my kids and like, mom, stop! I said, listen, I birth you. Your rear end will be mine forever. So whatever, deal with it. I just, I don't know. I gotta smack the ass once in a while. I thought I had a booty fetish. You, you have a problem, my dear. (laughs) Like like, the girls in the office, that's gonna get you a sexual harassment charge, and that's one thing. But groping your children's asses, that's something completely different. (laughs) But the girls in the office love me, so I get away with it. Can you come to the station one day and pretend that we're your children? I would do it in a heartbeat. Seth, I love you. I love your laugh. You are awesome. You are all awesome. But Seth's laugh makes me laugh. That's why I love you. Touch touch my butt, Brenda. (laughs) I would. I would scratch it. Oh, hello. (laughs) Scratch his ass, huh? I just I had to call in because I can't help her from smacking a little rear and there and you know grabbing here and there and. That's just what I do. I had to pull off the road because I was starting to shake. I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to talk to Drew. I had to pull off the side of the road. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so who are these women that you're groping? Like, how old are they, these uh, these women that you're, that asses you're, uh, you're grabbing but not well, pitching? Um, they are, mm, I'd say they're, they're definitely pushing 40-ish. Okay. So they so appreciate their probably, asses being grabbed. Exactly. It's probably most, you know, more, a little more attention than what they usually get. Right. But yeah, yeah. Did I any mean, of them, has, have any of them ever given you feedback on the, uh, the groping that you're giving their rear ends? Once in a while, somebody will jump extra high and go, Hey, whoa, watch it. You know, but no, sure. not usually. You, you know, you're going to need a lawyer, right? <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm good. I'm, it's all it's all in fun. It's like we're all like football. Now, players. does anybody get to grab on your ass? Oh, good question. You like you know, that? Uh, they they'll do the the paper smack. You know where you smack your rear end with the papers as you walk by. They'll do that. Okay, but not their hands. No, I'm the hands girl. All right, uh, Mike Moser just called her crazy butt lady, and that's what I, I think. That's, <laughs> I think she likes that that's nickname. Okay. It's okay. We're all like football players, okay. and we all get along, and we love everybody, so it's good. It's all good. Sounds like a healthy office environment to me. Well, there you go. Brenda, the crazy uh, crazy butt lady, thank you so much for the phone call. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Love you guys. I love you. That is one of the most ridiculous calls ever. Oh, I loved it. If that were a guy, we'd be calling 911 right oh, now. Oh, man. Well, why is it okay for athletes to slap each other? She's just trying to bring that environment into the office and build team chemistry. It's true. Denise said, uh, that's not sexual harassment. Sexual harassment is having a coworker pull out his business in your presence. That's, yeah, that's a bit much. That was at nursing homes, right?
yeah. Like, hey, look at this. But it's sexual harassment. Hey, your hair looks nice today. No, but hey, your hair looks really nice. I'd like to bang you. That's sexual harassment. Or your hair looks like you just got banged really hard you, last night. Do you think you can tell someone that their hair looks nice and they can make an argument that you made them feel uncomfortable? Oh, absolutely. Really? How? Like well, you, you just said up, it was okay. You walk up to me and you go, like this. Let's go, let's use Nikki for an yeah. example. I, She's a girl. All right. Here's This is an okay office place interaction. Hey, Nikki. How's it going? Hi. How are you? Hey, your hair looks good today. Thank you. Sure. This and that's an okay one. This one's not okay. Hey, Nikki. Hi. Can I tell you something? No. Your hair looks so hot today. Why are you being creepy? I mean, I just, I'm sorry. I just had to tell you, your hair has got that come here and put your fingers through my hair. Don't touch my hair. Grab me by the back of my no. head and force me to do things that I don't want to do look. I'm going to HR. See, that's not okay. What about this? Is this okay? Hey, Nikki. Hi. Your hair looks like it smells so good. Borderline. Okay. Yeah. All right. You didn't ask, can I smell it, though? So that's okay. Right. I know. I just want to see her reaction. May I smell it? Right. Can I bury my head in your ponytail? No. How about this one? <laughs> hey, Nikki, your hair looks good today, but I can't really see it. Can I get a better look? Why can't you see it? I mean your pubic hair. <laughs> that wasn't funny. Well, I mean, <laughs> that, that, that would probably not be okay. What if you told a coworker that you thought she smelled nice? That's Depends okay. on where. What do you mean? Well, I mean it was in the hallway. No, I mean where oh. on her body. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Andrea? Welcome to Drew Grabo Live. Hi. How are you doing? Good. 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 Hi. Good. Good. So you work in a rehab center. Yeah, well, I worked in a rehab center before. And were you sexually harassed there? Yeah, I mean, it was a men rehab center, and a lot of times you have to be really mindful about what you wear mm. and whether it was, you know, whether someone's going to take it to another extreme. And even if you, you know, basically covered yourself, someone would always say something. Like, what kind of things would they say? Um, You know, like when you do gratitude, like, I'm thankful for your breasts or... Um, and that, that I heard through other people, um, Wait, this when I was trying to gratitude, right? what's, uh, what, what's gratitude all about? Like they would, they would say what they were thankful for, like it's Thanksgiving. Yeah. I mean, basically, you know, when you're in addiction, it's a hard, it's hard to try to find things that you're grateful for. So it's kind of, it takes the, makes it a positive spin. Oh, okay. so, so guys would say that they're thankful for your butt. No, to my breast. Oh, your breast. What's wrong with your butt? I'm grateful for your butt and I've never <laughs> even seen it. Oh, <laughs> Can, can you rub your grateful breasts against the phone right now? Oh, boy. Uh, no. I'm just having some See, fun. See, like, that kind of stuff is so uncomfortable. <laughs> just having some fun. I didn't really mean for you to do it unless you really wanted to. No, no. Oh. No, I'm sorry. No, don't yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a hard environment because, you know, then you always right. have to think, well, am I at fault, you know? No, you're not. You are not asking for it. No matter what you might have been wearing that day yeah. or no matter what posture you might have had, you had the right to expect respect from these men. And I'm very sorry that they thought the 13th step in their program was to sexually harass you. So tell those junkies to respect you. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for the phone call, and I appreciate you sharing that with us, young lady. All right. Thank you. Thank Bye. you. My name is Bob, and I'm a bootyholic. 727-579-1025. What's up, Matt? Hey, Drew, guys. SBK, how y'all doing? Sup. Hey. Uh, well, I'm kind of on, like, the opposite end of the deal uh, as far as, like, the females getting harassed. I work at a uh, tire place, and 
my boss's daughter works there as well, and she is crazy horny, like, all the time. And my brother-in-law works there, too, so it's really, really awkward. Like, she'll follow me into the bathroom and show me what kind of underwear she's wearing and, like, uh, her battery's dead. She needs to ride home. Just all kinds of crazy stuff. It, it's it's wild. Have you banged her? <laughs> no, I haven't. All right. Why I'm not? terrified. Oh. Because <laughs> it's the boss's daughter. Right. And and my brother-in-law works there. My wife's brother. So yeah. it's like. He would understand. He's a dude. <sighs> wow. Wait, wait. So Bros she, before she trapped you in the bathroom to show you her underwear? Well, I know. Like, I'll go in the bathroom. You know, it's like a small place so it's a single stall you know you go in mm-hmm. so i'll go in there and start doing we know going in the, the, yeah and then like she'll come up behind me and i'm like what the door will open i'm like hey what's going on and then she kind of like wedges her way in there hmm. she's like oh my god you'll never guess what i wear i got something from victoria's secret yesterday my leopard print look what is he what do you think and then my brother-in-law's like walking around inside the tire shop like looking at the bathroom while she comes out and then I come out. I like the, his impression of her. That was the hottest thing that anybody's ever done on the phone. i got to get a job in a tire place, man. Thanks a lot for the phone call. God, good job resisting oh, that hey, temptation. Drew, what? Drew, what? One more. One more. Have you ever Have you ever watched It's a Mad, 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 Mad World? Yeah, the old uh, the old scavenger hunt movie? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm just, it's it's an awesome movie. I was just <laughs> was very, asking. Uh, sure. Very funny. Great. Thank you. Very funny movie. Welcome to our show, and thank you very much for being here, Magic. Well, thanks for having me, Drew and Seth. And I'm sorry, man. I, you know, look, it was just a great, great robbery between the Celtics and the Lakers and uh, Larry Bird and myself. And, man, I think it changed basketball and uh, for the better. It totally did. There's no doubt about it. Basketball had been lagging for a little bit. It needed the rivalry. Those Celtics-Lakers finals games, I remember a Magic, and I'm sure you do too, like they were about five years ago when you missed those, and I don't mean to bring up a sore spot, but when you right. missed those free throws in the finals that allowed the Celtics to steal that game, that was the most elation I ever felt. And then when you <laughs> then when, when you hit that baby hook shot over Kevin McHale and Robert Parrish to win that game in Boston, you broke my freaking heart, man. Well, you know what? That those series gave me my highs, my, my greatest highs, and my lowest lows because, you know, uh, in '84, um, I cost us that championship, and um, yep. that's when the Celtics beat us. God sometimes bless you with a, a chance to uh, uh, have that opportunity again, and so in '85, when we replayed them again. Oh. Uh, it gave me a chance to redeem myself and the Lakers to beat the Celtics. And then in 87, it was just, that was one of the greatest teams uh, I've ever played on, our 87 team. And just like, uh, when you think about McHale, when you think about Parrish and Bird, I, I guess it would be probably what their 80, I don't know, it, it, what, what 86 team was probably yep. their greatest team. No question. And our greatest team was 87. No doubt about it. We're speaking with Magic Johnson. Hey, Magic, do you ever toss on those short, old-school shorts and just run errands around town in them? Uh, Seth, I can't get into them, man. <laughs> <laughs> Be sure. hey, you forgot how short, short, hot pants them, them things were back in the day? 
Shoot, I couldn't even get one leg in, you know. <laughs> that was my. It was going to be my Halloween outfit. <laughs> We're speaking with Urban Magic Johnson. Now we want to, of course, let everybody know. Obviously, you got to get out and rock the vote today. And we want to thank yeah. the Obama campaign for hooking us up with this interview. Here's your moment to go ahead and pimp for Obama, Magic. Well, I think you know. First of all. I'm just so proud of President Obama. You know, he created 5 million jobs, even in a recession, tough economy. He's going to turn the economy around. He's focusing on small business because small business creates jobs in America. So he gave seven, uh, seven, he had 17 tax cuts for small business owners. And so that was great. He saved the automotive industry with the bailout where Romney opposed that, didn't want that to happen, let Detroit go bankrupt. He saved my, personally saved my state of Michigan, Ohio, by saving all those jobs. And then when you think about education, he's for young people. He want to make sure that college, uh, that they, uh, parents can afford to send their, their children to college. Uh, when you think about safety of the country, we feel safe now. He killed bin Laden. He's ending the war in Iraq. I mean, his track record is unbelievable. But at the end of the day, this is the one man that I trust uh, is President Obama. And I think he's going to be just like President Clinton was. He, he'll be a better president his second term. And uh, and he's for the people. Where Romney's saying, forget 47% of the people. That's the middle class and poor. President Obama is for everybody. And so, that again, President Obama is the man we can trust. Now, at the end of the day, everybody get out and vote. Yes. Get out and vote. No matter how long the lines are, stay in them. Get out and vote. And President Obama is going to make turn this country around. It's going to be great for all of us. Hey, Magic, did you already vote, or are you going to stand in line today? No, I'm, I'm getting ready to uh, remember it's only five Five o'clock in the morning here. Yes. <laughs> open at seven. <laughs> so I'm getting ready to vote. We're, we're, you know, we're we're just waking up here. <laughs> <laughs> well, we appreciate you waking up early for us, Magic. And tomorrow is the 21 year anniversary of your retirement from the NBA after making that historic announcement. Was it more di- difficult looking back at that, Magic? Was it more difficult sharing the news with Cookie, your wife, or was it more difficult facing the nation and making? a very heartfelt announcement. No, it, it was uh, sharing, sharing the news with my wife is harder than anything I had to do when you think about HIV. And, um, you know, you never want to hurt the one person that loves you, supports you, your best friend. So Cookie is so, so outstanding as a mother, as a wife. And, uh, you know, I met her as a freshman in college, so we've gone through a lot together. So telling her and hurting her uh, um, was the hardest thing that I had to do. And thank God she stayed with me and supported me. Yeah, I've had a great support system. And thank God the meds have worked, so I've taken my meds. I, I work out every morning, so Good. I'm going to vote. I'm going to work out, and, uh, and then I'm going to go have a great day and watch President Obama win. <laughs> well, we appreciate the time, man. I'll tell you, as a, as a Larry Bird fan and a Boston Celtics fan, if you had told me that 20-something years later that I'd be able to speak to you, Magic, I don't know what yeah. I would have thought at the time. But now, yeah. as an NBA fan, man, it is it is a pleasure and an honor. And, uh, man, I'm so proud of you for what you've done for being an ambassador for HIV and getting out there and letting people know that they have a voice, man. Irvin, nothing but a pleasure speaking with you this morning. Oh, uh, 
been my pleasure for both of you, uh, Drew and Seth. And, uh, man, keep on doing what you guys are doing, rocking Tampa. And uh, <laughs> next time I'm in Tampa, I'm going to come on the show. Boom! We're going to hold you to that, Magic. That's a, that's a binding contract. And then, for old time's sake, since you're a Celtic, I'm going to uh, have a shootout with you. Oh, oh, oh. You know what? I'm going to get my full-on Larry Bird warm-up gear, and I'm going to be just like that Converse commercial that you guys did together. I'm going to throw off that warm-up gear and say, come on, Magic, show me what you got. Yeah. <laughs> you got it. God bless both of you, man. Continue to do what you're doing. God we will, bless, Magic. Magic. God bless you, man. Thank you very much for your time.